Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Well, we're back once again at the corner of truth and courage. We're glad you're back here with us today. I'm going to continue in our discussion, a sermon series that I did here recently in our church here at Victory Baptist Church in Hickory, North Carolina. I was uh, preaching on the men of destiny. Our nation is in great need of men being the leaders that God designed for men to be, the leaders in their home, leaders in their community, people who will stand up to be salt and light like they ought to be when evil shows up, that they take a stand. And we are needing leaders and, and men who will follow the destiny that God desired for every child of God, men who will pull down strongholds, God has given us the equipment, the spiritual weapons to do just that. And I'll be taking you here today to looking at uh, Gideon, how God used a man like Gideon. He had to come to a discovery. God saw something in him that he didn't realize. The devil wanted him to see himself as a loser. God wanted him to see himself as a leader. And the same thing is true for you and me. We'll get into that here in a moment before we do. Let me quickly remind you, we're still in our spring fundraising campaign. We've still got a, quite a ways to go. We're not quite yet at the halfway point of our $20,000 goal. Would you consider being a part of our team and partner with us so that we can continue with our uh, radio ministry? And as soon as we get done with this fundraiser, we can get more into our programming material. And the number to call if you want to be a part of our to give a donation today. There's three ways you can give. You can give safely, securely online at our website, fortressoffaith.com, fortressoffaith.com. And if you want to send a check, give us a call if you don't know our address. And if you want to give over the phone, again, give us a call. The number is 800-616-0082. Again, that's 800-616-0082. Thank you for those of you who've already called and and uh, partnered with us, we are so grateful. And we can't do it without you. It's a it's a partnership here. We can only do what we can do on our end to get the message out, but the airtime, it needs to be paid for. All right, well, let's get into it here. In the book of Judges, chapters 6 and 7, we come to a man named Gideon. Now, the nation of Israel was being exhausted by some tyrants. We had the Midianites who were coming up from the south. And the Bible says in verse number six that they greatly impoverished the Israelites, that they were greatly impoverished by the Midianites. Now, what's interesting is that the Midianites is uh, modern-day Arabia, right down there where Mecca would be. And this is where Moses uh, got his wife and uh, took the children of Israel back into that land before they wandered for 40 years. When they finally did take the land of Israel, the promised land, from the Canaanites and so on there, the Midianites had come up there in great numbers. They're described as grasshoppers for a multitude. Their camels were without number, and they entered into the land to destroy it. God was looking for a man, a valor, a man to lead. 
In verse number 12, the Lord appeared unto Gideon and said, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. Well, Gideon was kind of looking around, who are you talking about? You know, me? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm just a farmer. Uh, he described himself as poor and the least in his father's house. And he hid himself from the Midianites to try to thresh out uh, his own wheat so that they'd have food so it wouldn't be stolen. Did it in the dead of night, hiding. Uh, I'm not a mighty man of valor, but God saw something in him he didn't see in himself. He didn't realize God's destiny. God had to bring him onto a journey of discovery, and that's often how it is for you and me. There's a bit of a discovery of, of understanding what God can do through us and what God's design. We're told in the Bible that... Uh, that we are predestined, Romans chapter 8, verse 29. We talked about that yesterday, that God foreknew, that, so he already foreordained this, that we would be predestinated to be conformed into the image of his son. That God had a plan for us to be seen, that he saw us when, when, you know, the Bible says, what is man that thou art mindful of him? That we're to be crowned with glory and honor, that we're to have, have dominion, over the works of, of the hands of God, what God had created here, that God had put all those things under our feet and have dominion over there, over these things. As I said yesterday, like a, a checker piece, that little round checker, it's been stamped upon it, a crown. Now, it doesn't start off as a king, but its goal and journey of its life as it plays this game is to get to the other side to be crowned. You and I need to understand that that's how God designed us, to be crowned with glory and honor, to be leaders, not losers. The devil wanted Gideon to see himself as a loser, not as a leader. Realize this, the devil is a roaring lion seeking, you know, who he may devour. He wants to destroy you. He wants you to, um, uh, to sift you like wheat. The devil wants you to see yourself as mediocre. God wants to see yourself as magnificent. The devil wants you to see yourself as a failure. God sees you as fabulous. You know, he wants you to be the loser. God wants you to be the leader. The devil wants you to see your life as a, as, as a waste. God sees you as a winner, as a hero. The devil sees you as, as hideous. That's how he wants you to be seen. And you need to realize that uh, the God and discover that God has a destination for you. He is predestined for you to be conformed to the image of his son and to be an overcomer and to tear down strongholds. Well, Gideon was chosen by the Lord to tear down the strongholds of the Midianites. Remember, they were without great, without number. Their camels uh, were out without number. They were considered like uh, locusts in the land, you couldn't number them there. God said, all right, we're going to take care of them. But your problem here is that you've got too many to fight, and we got to shave off your numbers. And he explained why in verse number 2 of chapter 7 of Judges 7-2, lest Israel vaunt themselves against me. God, understand this, God wants us to work with his tools, not our tools, in his power, not ours. 
And so he started cutting their numbers. All right, if any of you are afraid, just leave. And half of them left. <laughs> what general would say that to his army? But that's what God said. And then they still had too many. Then God said, all right, go down to the water. And, you know, those who cup the water and bring it up to them, that are, you know, those are the ones you're going to keep. You know, they went from 22,000 down to 10,000, down to 300. Wow. And they're fighting in a, in, a, in a number that they can't number. And so look at what God tells them to take with him for this war, for this battle. You know, you're saying, you know, sharpen your swords, get your spears ready, and, 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 and take all these instruments of war. No. What did God say? Get you, um, you know, a jug, a pitcher. Get you a, 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 a trumpet, a shofar, and get you a torch, and we're going to win this battle. When you and I would be going for our spears and swords and knives and clubs and anything else, God's tools for warfare are different than man's. You know, God doesn't always work the way that we think he should work. Our intuition is to do it differently, but God has different ways. And that's true in the spiritual world that we live in today. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4, the Bible tells us that our warfare is not carnal. It's not physical. It's a spiritual warfare. You know, we, we fight a different type of a fight and in a different way. And God has, has a, a different way for us to overcome the evil that is in this world. We're new creatures. We're different from this world. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4, God has given us uh, uh, weapons for, uh, for the warfare. <clears throat> Let me read this. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, get this, to the pulling down of strongholds. God has given us the tools to overcome the strongholds of anger, of pride, gossip, depression, and materialism, and worry, and bitterness, and pornography, and deception, and lust, and drugs. God's given us the ability to overcome and pull down the strongholds of sin. Well, just like Gideon took his army, and they followed the instructions of the Lord, and they hid their torches in the pitchers, and then when they got close to the enemy, they they broke the pitchers and the torches were alight and and uh, all of a sudden around the enemy they were surrounded with light and blowings of, of the horns and the shofar and, and uh, confusion erupted within the camp of the Midianites and they took off running. And God gave them a great victory that day and they overcame the strongholds that was pillaging their land. They became overcomers. Well, what brought this about? What brought it about was a man who accepted the destiny that God had in store for him. I mean, he, had, he hadn't gone to college. He hadn't gone to, to study, to train as a soldier. He had no military training. He didn't go to the war college. He didn't even spend a day out playing you know, paintballing, you know, learning, you know, techniques like that. He, he had nothing. 
He was never elected to public office. He didn't read Dale Carnegie's book on how to win friends and influence others and how to be a leader. He, hadn't, he, he didn't do any of those things. He probably didn't even, you know, graduate from the sixth grade. He was just a farmer boy. But I'm here to tell you, God can take the ordinary and turn them into extraordinary. God has the ability to turn us into overcomers. Yeah, he was a doubter. He tested God twice. You know, are you sure about this, Lord? You know, if so, then, you know, take make this fleece here all wet and the ground around it dry. And then when God did just that, he still didn't trust God. Well, do it again. Just do it opposite. You know, make the, uh, the, the fleece dry and the ground all around it to be wet. God kept confirming to him. And aren't you thankful God's patient with us? Sometimes we need his patience with our lack of faith. But God had turned someone who saw himself as a loser and turned him into a leader. And I'm here to tell you, that's God's desire to do that with every man. We need men to be the men that God desired for, that he has a desire for us to be, men of destiny. Tomorrow's broadcast we'll talk about, we'll describe to you what is a man of destiny. There's a passage in the Bible that tells us very clearly what God's goal is. And when you achieve that, you'll be the desire of every woman's heart to have a man like that as, as her husband. Every child would be proud to have a dad like that. And I'm here to tell you, we need men like that in our country once again. We used to have them. They're still around, some of them, but we're not producing them like we used to because we're not following God's word. Well, that's going to be it for today. We'll be back again tomorrow with you at the corner of truth and courage. God bless you.